Welcome back everyone to Sentient Future. Huge, huge update today. The intro video for the Sentient Worldview is now up on YouTube. The link is in the description. It's less than two minutes and I look forward to your feedback uh, and call-ins. Enjoy! Welcome back everyone to Sentient Future, where I hope to help you live more intentionally. This is episode 5, where we will be wrapping up the self, or rather the sensing self step within the sentient worldview. Uh, we talked about mind, body, and soul separately, and the eight categories that they each share, and now we'll just be looking at um, you know, each of those categories as it relates to all three at the same time, or really just uh, you know, comparing mind, body, and soul, trying to draw some conclusions from them that we can, that we can use. So the first category was boundaries. So for body that was skin, for mind it was states of consciousness or imagination, uh, and for the soul it was emotional states. Now just in general, um, you know, knowing your boundaries is, is helpful, and we often talk about pushing our boundaries, whether that's using our imagination more, whether it's exploring you know, different emotional states a bit more. Um, it's not necessarily always positive to expand your boundaries. Um, I think generally so just in that it gives you more uh, experience that you can later you know, use. But uh, it's, it's helpful to know where they are and if you are planning to you know, expand them, you know, there should be a good reason for it. So for example, using your imagination in excess means you don't actually get a lot of work done uh, and ultimately won't live as fulfilled of a life as you could. Uh, same thing with emotional states. I mean, you can explore anger and fear and disgust and some of the other states that you don't often explore, but uh, you know, to what end? Um, always ask yourself that. If you know, you're exploring it for the sake of it, um, you know, just curiosity, just bear in mind that um, you, know, you do have other ways to spend your time too. The next category was performance. And so with the body, it was strength, speed, agility, flexibility, immunity, stability, balance, that type of thing. Um, the mind, IQ, EQ, processing speed, um, and accuracy, same thing with recollection. And then for the soul, we talked about empathy and gratitude and willpower. Now, um, performance just in general, it's you know probably most useful for you to compare your current performance to your past performance, really looking for sort of continuous growth and improvement. Um, it isn't always a good idea to compare with others. Um, you know, there are certain competitive settings where that is how results are judged and, and you know, fair enough. But where, you know, compare, comparisons to others in relation to your performance is not a critical step. Uh, I'd advocate that you don't do it, but rather compare to yourself. Um, you know, seeing yourself grow uh, and sort of the evidence of that, that's going to be among the more fulfilling ways to look at performance. The next category was inventory, and so for body that was air, food, liquid, tissue, bones, energy, that type of thing. Uh, for the mind it was memories, and for the soul it was love. Now, uh, inventory is a funny thing in that your best bet is to, um, you know, strike a good balance. You don't necessarily want very little of whatever it is that you uh, have in your, your inventory, you also don't necessarily want a lot. So for example, um, you know, with your body, you don't necessarily want um, a, you know, a lot of tissue, you don't necessarily want to be overweight, same thing, you don't want to be underweight. For the mind, the memories, um, you know, one could argue that you want to have as many memories as possible. Well, 
uh, that's helpful to the extent that it doesn't interfere with your other cognitive processes and your ability to, to function on a daily basis. You know, consider really just focusing on remembering those memories that, that really matter to you and that are positive. And then ultimately, love. Now, this was one where uh, maybe you do want to maximize it again for yourself, for others, the people you care about, um, you know, your family, and uh, yeah, just. Uh, when you think about what your mind, body, and soul really contain, uh, just bear in mind that the most beneficial inventory level, as it were, for you to maintain uh, isn't always going to be the minimum, the maximum, or necessarily a balance. But just and you keep in mind that how you have the choice as to how much of, um, uh, you know, how many memories and, and how much love and how much, um, uh, you know, food and, and sort of tissues and stuff like that that you, uh, you hold on to. Now, inputs and outputs we'll talk about together. Uh, so, just in general, uh, note that any excess input you have uh, over and above what you're outputting, uh, that's going to result in an increase in inventory, as you might think of in sort of any physical system. So, uh, body, of course, uh, fits that, and you've got, um, you know, any excess food intake, that kind of thing is going to result in weight gain. Uh, and that's not always a bad thing, depending on the type of weight gain and so on and so forth. But just bear in mind that the relative input and output values matter. For the mind, uh, we are s synthesizing the raw information that we get. So input raw, output synthesized information. And the inventory is really how much of that information, that those decision makings, those inputs are we committing to memory. And then finally with the soul, uh, we have the inputs really the interpretation of the mind, um, having looked at its uh, surroundings and uh, observed what's around you, uh, then the output is the, the trigger that um, is sent back to the mind after your morality has passed judgment on those inputs, um, on, on that interpretation. And the judgment uh, that you place on everything has the power to either increase or, or decrease the amount of love in, in your life. Uh, again, for others, for yourself, so on and so forth. So, um, you know, keep that in mind and uh, think about what it is that you choose to judge in your life uh, with the um, goal, hypothetical goal of, of increasing love. Programming is an interesting one in that uh, some of it is innate, whereas some of it can certainly be uh, adjusted. So for the body, you've got your reflexes and what, um, and, and those are largely you know, going to remain the same, but, you know, your muscle memory, uh, you can certainly work on that um, through training and, and what have you. Uh, the mind, your programming is more so your bias and your habits. Uh, certainly those can be um, changed either through considering other people's opinions or, um, you know, reminding yourself to be consistent in a particular positive behavior or consistent in rejection of, of negative behaviors. And then we have uh, your soul, which is your morality. Now, um, you know, that tends to uh, solidify as we get older, but, uh, you know, bear in mind that as you see, um, you know, particularly emotionally uh, charged situations that your sense of what is right and wrong may change over time. And, you know, I'd encourage you to remain open to letting your the programming of your soul really that your morality uh, change with time and, and evolve so that it does you and and those around you um, the most good as far as process is concerned uh, the main theme between 
mind, body, and soul was renewal. So for body, it was renewing cells. For self, it was renewing understanding. And for soul, it was renewing emotions. So, you know, bear in mind that this is really speaking to uh, human beings and, and sentient beings being adaptive in, in nature. And, uh, you know, that means that uh, we don't necessarily need to or want to hold on to um, the past. Uh, sometimes that can be detrimental to our ability to thrive in the future. Uh, so be open to change. Uh, again, much easier said than done. But if you realize that you tend to reject change, um, you know, look perhaps critically at that and see if you can identify, um, you know, what the benefits to you might be if you were to uh, renew, you know, your, your understanding through, um, you know, uh, lifetime learning or renewing your um, you know, your emotions, be able to get over trying periods and being able to move on to the next uh, part of your life. And lastly, we have purpose. And so one of the common themes between mind, body, and soul for purpose was that there's this mix between the purposes that are innate and necessary and those that uh, are uh, defined by you, for you. And the uh, the ones that are necessary, things like transportation or you know survival, or a lot of the subconscious processes to manage our, our body in the backgrounds, so those are those are necessary. But you know, do keep in mind that uh, you know your the purpose of your mind is is defined by you. Whether it's you know whether you have an emphasis on problem solving or creativity or relationships or a variety of others, or the purpose of your soul uh, can very much be your you know your calling, uh, whatever that might be, healing, protecting, teaching building that type of thing and i should note that you know you can have multiple purposes uh, and certainly different uh, facets to your life so uh, you don't always have to select just one um, and they aren't static this has been a wrap-up of the sensing self step i welcome your comments and uh, this is sentient future signing out